Good morning. You're listening to WECV, the underground sound of Emerson College. Welcome to Vibe Shift. We are Morgan, Minna, Isa, and we are four pals that talk about music through media. Every week we pick a new movie or show and discuss its soundtrack. And this week, we are talking all about the shows Avatar Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. And fun fact, it is a special, special episode of Vibe Shift because it is on Member Issa's birthday today. So we are celebrating it by doing (laughs) Avatar and so that she can talk all about it. (laughs) It is, in fact, my favorite show, Six Years of Hyperfixation and Counting. (laughs) So Avatar Last Airbender premiered in 2005 and it became a staple in so many of our childhoods, showing us a world full of benders and mystical creatures and the magic didn't stop there in 2012 its sequel show legend of Korra premiered continuing the incredible story of the avatar these stories are filled with incredible songs all composed by jeremy zuckerman so i'm super excited to start us off today with the main opening theme from the first episode I love that intro so much. That one is a little bit of like a longer intro as opposed to like the one that you get on every episode because it's starting in the first episode and we get all this exposition about the world of Avatar. And I think it's just such a great start to a series because you you get thrown into this world and you just like know that you're about to watch something great. I don't know how to explain Mm. it, but like, I don't know. It just sets up such a great tone to the show. I know it builds a lot of tension and then on top of that just I mean just composition wise and then on top of that like it just I don't know it's so epic that's like the way I would describe it it's so epic to describe it yeah and that honestly like epic is such a great word for this and that brings us to our next song which is ocean spirit which is the first time that we truly get to see Aang's power as the avatar so this is from the end of season one all right Thank you. 
song was UA and I this moment in the series is just the moment where I feel like I really realized when I was watching that this wasn't your average kid show you know like UA Mm. sacrifices herself in order to save the northern weather tribe and also I think this moment also signifies such a change in Sokka's character arc Mm. you know like uh, he wasn't able to protect someone that he cared about, and we see this impact him for the rest of the show. So this song, I think Jimmy Zuckerman does a really incredible job of just like showing how how just like serious, but like also just I don't know. It was it was such like a beautiful moment when I was watching this. Like tears were streaming down my face. It was so just wow. I don't know, and beautiful too. He's good at like I think that he has a good understanding of the characters enough mm-hmm. to like make songs that sound like them like ua is a very like whimsical person right she's like the the moon spirit or whatever so or whatever <laughs> or whatever or whatever you know no biggie <laughs> no biggie or whatever um she she's the moon spirit and that's like a very like ethereal being and i think this song sounds very ethereal and whimsical as she is and i don't know i, I think that that like comes from a fundamental understanding of these characters just because obviously he composed all of this music and then on top of that the legend of Korra music right mm-hmm. so he just he knows these characters front to back just like this world i wonder if he knows more lore than most people he probably he probably Probably does. He knows the most lore ever. <laughs> he knows so much lore. He is lore you god. Are. He is lore. the lore. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for complete vibe shift, I'm so excited for this song. F- fav- yes. Favorite one. Fan favorite we song. Favorite um, tunnel studio. coming up next. Favorite tunnel. <laughs> Forbidden from one another, a war divides their people, and a mountain divides them apart. Built a path to be together. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel, yeah.
right. So that song was Reconciliation. And oh my God, does this moment make me break into tears. So this is the part um, during part two of Sozin's comment where Zuko finally reconnects with Uncle Iroh after not talking with him for an entire season um, because he betrayed him and at the end of season two. And this moment just truly shows like just the relationship between Uncle Iroh and Zuko and how much Zuko has changed and also uh, the Iroh's lines at this moment he's like I was never mad at you I was just sad that you lost your way and oh my gosh and how he just forgives him without like he doesn't even question he just pulls him directly into a hug and just forgives him immediately um, and it's just such like a a beautiful moment between these two characters you know I definitely agree. I remember it being incredibly emotional. And then on top of that, yeah, it's it's supposed to signify Zuko's um, character arc, but also it's supposed to kind of show the juxtaposition between Iroh and Zuko because mm -hmm. Zuko's always been met with like, he's always been met with like a lot of like violence and hatred when he messes up. He's like, yeah, exactly with Ozai. And then now with Iroh, he's shown with peace and love. And I don't know. I think that that's like so signifying of like who his new father figure is and like kind of where he <laughs> goes from there. And I know that we kind of don't get to see the grown up gang, but like, you know, we can imagine. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully we, soon. We love Iroh in the studio, guys. We love Iroh. We love him. That's my best friend right now. <laughs> you guys don't even get it. Like he's my best friend. When I was making the soundtrack for this week, I was like, I can't put leaves from the vine down. Leaves there's going to be full tears. Mm -hmm. I'll sing it. I'll oh, sing it full so on air. I will sing it for you guys since it's not on here. <laughs> too emotional for the studio this for morning. Sure. Too, too much for 8 a.m. Too much for 8 a.m. Um, our next song that is up is Peace Excerpt, which is from the end of season three once more. And this is when we see all the characters after they fight in the war. And oh, guys, it's peace. War. war. We love a war arc. We love, love war. a war arc. It's always the damn war arc. Let's Please go, guys. Please do not clip that. crazy. <laughs> all right, here we so are. So here is peace.
We're back. We're back. Tears are in my eyes. Life is crazy. Tears <laughs> shed in the studio. Tears shed in the studio. Okay, the most, the last, the song, oh my gosh, the song that just played was The Avatar's Love. And that song has such a special place in my heart, not only for the nostalgia, but just like the place of it. Just everything about it is so, so beautiful. Um, Jeremy Zuckerman uses a kalimba for um, this oh, moment. Kalimba. And I bought a kalimba. I learned how to play this Aww. on the kalimba. This song is just so, so beautiful. Kalimba's five ever. I, I love this They're song. They're cool last instruments. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yes, Excuse they me. are super cool Excuse instruments, me. Morgan. You're so right. Excuse uh, me, don't mind me. <laughs> um, this song is like so beautiful, and like just for me personally, like I watched this show during quarantine with my dad, and so this is like a very nostalgic song for mm. me, even though it doesn't like relate to childhood. Like I don't know, just like the peace of like I don't know finding peace in a like kids show yeah. is like so lovely because mm. it's like it has like a very optimistic outlook mm. uh, like on life, and that's like such like a lovely. Like, that's so nice to consume as a piece yeah. of media. Like, so much media we consume as, like, art students is so, like, mm-hmm. dark. And I don't know. I think there's something about art yeah. being, I don't know, positive at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely it's some like darkness in so Avatar. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but it still, like, has yeah. that, like, hopeful the undertone. Happy like, sure. Aang is still, like, the driving force. And mm-hmm. he just is a, he's a warrior for peace. Yeah. And he, like, mm-hmm. does all these things for love. And I don't know. It's just, it's so comforting. And I think that that, like, is what this song encapsulates. It mm-hmm. encapsulates, like, this safety and this mm-hmm. just, like, you know, hopefulness. And it's it's so, it's so Aang. Like, it's such, it's, you're right. It is the Avatar's love. It, like, it it's is so the true. Avatar's love. My favorite thing about this scene is when Aang and Katara, they walk out onto the terrace of the tea shop and um, before before they kiss, which we love the kiss. Spoiler but, alert. Oops, sorry guys. <laughs> it's been out for like 15 years. It's been out years. for a while, guys. <laughs> you you should have seen it by now. <laughs> but um, before they kiss, they hug. And that moment to me is just so signifying of their relationship. Like they're friends first mm-hmm. and then, you know, together second. Mm-hmm. But like, I just mm-hmm. love, this ending is so, so beautiful. And like, such talk about like a powerful ending though mm-hmm. all of the Sozin's comment episodes absolutely like peak peak yeah. tv right there they all have like 100 percent of rotten tomatoes yeah. like the, the fight scenes go crazy oh my god the like gang moments go crazy like all of them just like kind of getting together like they, like they really like oh my god i do you know what i always remember what <laughs> um i can't remember who it was but like toff and soccer are like fighting and yeah. somebody's in danger i Suki? i one of them is in it's one of the two of them oh. I think that's in danger oh yeah and no Toph them, has like, fallen it's Toph yeah and like she totally accepts like the fact oh that this God. is like it for her <laughs> and like Sokka too and like yeah. they just have this like I don't know that it's, it's there's such like camaraderie between like these characters yeah. and, like such like a great connection it's like it's this wordless like interaction between the mm. two of them of like acknowledging that like wow this is it and like oh it like it, I that's like a scene that I will always remember in the those, no in those so I'm the same exact way that scene genuinely like I, I know I keep saying this, but I'm not exaggerating when I say tears are being shed yeah. constantly throughout the Sozin's Common episodes. Like, those, they're just... They're, oh, my God. Uh, and the Zuka and Azula, like, fight oh, scene. The Acme oh. Kai scene, are you kidding? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's so, like, it's just... This episode was just so well-written yeah. and, like, such an incredible finale for a show. I feel like a lot of times shows can't do finales well or mm-hmm. it's just not, like, a satisfying ending. And I feel for like sure. Avatar really, like, it's all the way through, like, everything... It was just a great, 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 great ending. No, and you you feel them like gearing up for it towards the end, and like you see like kind of the the breadcrumbs that they've left mm-hmm. along the way to like be able to execute it like this. It's such a it's a phenomenally like executed finale. It's it's so so good. Yeah. Everybody should be taking notes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, the next one that we have up is 
ending from Avatar Last Episode, which bring Avatar Last Airbender. Oh my goodness. Which brings us to our last song from Avatar before we move on to Legend of Korra. And this song just is so like it plays it plays during the credits right after you finish the song that we just listened to. And it just like watching that and the credits roll and this song plays, you just know that you watch something great. Like yeah, you you're just, still in tears. You're still in yeah. tears and you're just listening to this song. So here is ending. Alright, so that was Prologue from The Legend of Korra, and I love this as a start to the show. Um, after having some like years away from Avatar Last Airbender, Legend of Korra premiered in 2012, and this song is just such like a beautiful like acknowledgement of the show mm-hmm. and everything that Avatar Last Airbender does. It has the Avatar Last Airbender theme in it, as mm-hmm. well as um, kind of being a reflection of the main theme that we played at the first, uh, the beginning of this episode. And but it's it's different now. It's it's you know like a rendition of it that is more like modern, but also mm-hmm. like something about this just like feels like I, Mina. You just said it beautifully before. Epic. Like mm-hmm. you know that you're about to like watch something that has, I don't know. Like I feel like almost after this airbender became like a legend and then you have legend of Korra now mm-hmm. and it's like you're starting this new journey of a show that like has become something bigger i don't know if that makes sense no but. a thousand percent <laughs> like i think that the reflection thing is really cool like how this is like an imitation of the other one but like with a different production behind it it definitely sounds like a different orchestra mm-hmm. like it definitely is utilizing different it feels bigger right yeah it's far larger because they probably had more of a budget as well yeah. from nickelodeon after knowing the success of avatar mm-hmm. so no it's definitely it's a it plays oh it 
what's the word oh my gosh um it pays homage to mm, yes, Avatar the Last 100%, Airbender, which sure, is yeah. super important um in being a sequel because i hate when sequels mm-hmm. or like whatever will just like not acknowledge their yeah. roots or like like just isn't a good yeah. like i don't know it like doesn't pay tribute to the show the way that you love it and you're like mm. no no you're like screaming crying and throwing up Genuinely. but this one does a great job at that while also creating its own sound as well as own like character design yeah. and character arcs like it's a it's a good continuation of the story I I 100% agree and also like J.K. Simmons voiceover over this prologue is so good and I think my favorite part is just like right for the end and he goes like like the cycle of the seasons the cycle of the avatar begins again and it's just like it just like shows just like how I don't know like this show can continue and I am personally a huge huge fan of Korra so we're gonna start off uh the first song from Korra we're gonna play after this is firebending training and this is just such a beautiful introduction to Korra's character so I will let you guys listen
<laughs> this these songs. So the one that just played is Asami and Hiroshi and also Cora Airbends. And I think it's just such a like, I don't know, like it's so powerful and it really shows just like the the oh my gosh, the power. That's all I can think of right now. I'm so hyped up. Um of these scenes. Like when Cora finally airbends, because it's a struggle that she's been having for the entire season, like this moment is so incredible because also she's just lost everything else right. you know and now she like finds this new power and the music how it builds right there is so incredible Jeremy Zuckerman mm-hmm. absolutely he ate like I'll be so real he ate no and that scene goes so hard for like I because I've been watching The Legend of Korra for the first time with Issa um, which has been very magical um, but that scene is just like harrowing because you think that she's lost everything mm. and so it's it's just like so jarring and you're like yeah. oh god like where can we go from here <laughs> yeah. and and then she just pulls this one out of the bag because she's an icon and that's so the thing awesome. is there's something that something I really like is like the wind instruments that are playing at the same time as like mm-hmm. the strong beat yeah. because that is like the duality of Cora is Cora is this really she is like the beat she mm-hmm. is super strong she is like that is all she is known for like like basically everybody knows like she is such a powerful like yeah. bender even as the avatar she's a powerful avatar mm-hmm. like she's been bending all three elements for like years. since she was three literally exactly <laughs> um but the, then the wind instrument comes in which is like the the like the air and it's like a, a lot more it's just like this residual like top note of like You're so i don't know it's it's so moving it's like it's so so, so good and it's just like it's totally in juxtaposition to the beat but at the same time works really well yeah in it. and like that orchestra is playing all together it's it's very very magical. it's absolutely incredible um, our next song up is The Bridge Between Worlds and this brings us to the Avatar Wan episodes which um, are just so beautiful and like a telling of the, f- the story of the first Avatar um, so first up we have The Bridge Between Worlds
All right, so that was The Bridge Between Worlds, and that song is just such, like, a beautiful um, recount of, like, Avatar Wan and his entire story of becoming this Bridge Between Worlds, of becoming the first Avatar. And I think his story is just such, like, a beautiful thing where he, like, learns how to become, like, a person of the people and the spirits. And, like, that entire arc of his is just... It's so well done. I really, really loved the Avatar Wan episodes and just like the, I don't know, there's just something so like him like learning the ways of like the the other elements and the other lie internals. It's just like this entire moment is so beautiful. <laughs> and that's so much of what the Avatar struggles are. Like even just watching from an Aang and Korra perspective, mm-hmm. like so much of their struggle is like really learning to be a bridge between the worlds and the fact that one also like struggled with that is almost comforting because I think yeah. so many times like the Avatars are like, well, I, you know, all the other ones could do it. Why can't I do it? And so often that's just not the case. They also all went through like strife and struggle. And mm-hmm. I, I think that this was like really cool like backstory. I, I yeah. didn't know any of this lore. So we actually watched <laughs> that episode last night. Um, Morgan got to watch it for the first time. What do you think? Yeah, it was really good. I um, I don't know. I think like it was. It reminded me so much of Spirited Away, mm-hmm. which is like so interesting because there was like that whole thing with like it's like the bathhouse and then, yeah. Like, yeah. The, the sacred pond or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really beautifully animated and I just love the animation. The music goes. It just it pairs so well with it. It just it, just, <laughs> it really makes it into like a whole package. Like yeah, honestly, like just a beautiful sensory experience. And, no. and those two episodes could honestly like stand alone. Exactly. Like if they wanted to have, but they incorporated it into Legend of Korra, which is you know awesome. But yeah, the animation style is different. The music is different. It's it's really fun to watch. Just exactly. like as as backstory. And one of my favorite things, as you were just mentioning, like the music is different. It's just more like see, book two is called Spirits, and we're going more into the spirit world. We're learning more more about what what that's all about and um something that happens when avatar one finally be, finally becomes the avatar when he bonds with rava the light spirit and becomes the avatar is we hear the beginnings of the avatar theme from the original series which this is only the second time that we've heard that theme throughout the entire show and it just it gives me chills so much um and then rava says in the background is like yeah. we are bonded forever and it's just like this such a moment of like the avatar is going something that like like the cycle of the seasons it begins anew like mm-hmm. it goes on for all of these lifetimes and it's so crazy that there's so many stories that we don't even know about in mm-hmm. this universe of like all of these avatars who have gone through similar struggles give kiyoshi a show yes <laughs> we need it um so the next song I want to play is Light Returns, which is from the end of season two, which is right after Korra's big fight with Unalak. And um, she's kind of, she's lost a lot. She's lost her connection with Rava and things are looking bleak, but she's able to reconnect and Light Returns. So here it is.
All right. So that was Service and Sacrifice. And this is one of my favorite songs from the entire series of Legend of Korra because it's at this moment that you just like realize so much of the weight of the show. Um, in season three, Legend of Korra, it really is it's a total vibe shift. I'll be so real. Um, the tone is able to get so much darker. The show was actually taken off of Nickelodeon put onto online streaming. So Wait, they were really? At, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So they were actually, they were able to have a little bit more freedom with what they're allowed to show. Wow. And with that, it got so much more dark. Um, so this is the end of season three and Cora literally sacrificed herself, almost laid down her life in order wow. to protect the new Air Nation. That was yeah. Brought That's up. Crazy. And it's at this moment that Janora is getting her airbending master tattoos. And it is just so emotional because you realize this is like the first I mean, obviously in Avatarless Airbender we have the entire Air Nation genocide. Yeah. Right? They so did. they're are they're all gone. And this is like the first time in a generation since Tenzin that somebody has gotten their airbending tattoos. And it's just such like a emotional and like cultural moment for the air nation in the show like and genuinely like the season ends with literally like a tear running down Korra's cheek as she like because she is so grateful for to have saved the air nation but in the process she is completely destroyed Mm -hmm. um mentally physically she's in a wheelchair she can't move she's paralyzed Mm -hmm. like this girl literally like almost laid down her life in order to protect the air nation and it's just like oh my god like yeah, so we're going to go into um, To Heal Next, which is an- another one of my favorite songs from the show, because it also just additionally just like shows Korra's character development, shows how much she cares as the Avatar, and it's just like a really, really beautiful um, thing that the show does, is it shows Korra healing from her trauma. She has right. so much trauma, um, and Yay. this song oh, is her... This song is her, like, truly, like, coming through on the other side and finding the light again and reconnecting with her avatar spirit and it's just so I think beautiful. there's also something special about the fact that Korra has people to support her through yeah. that. I think mm-hmm. so much of like Aang didn't have anybody like older than him to like help him out even though he lost everything and everyone like I don't yeah. know I think that's really it's really nice that like in the rebuilding of I forgot what the Republic City yeah. and like all these other things that Aang put in place Korra is able to have like a support system yeah. and like these older people to guide her through like I'm sure Tenzin is helping her out oh, and you know and everybody else and I just yeah I don't know it's like Lynn and <sighs> all, all the people uh, and so Katara good. even um, I will defend Korra with my life I love yeah. her with my whole art and her whole art wow whole her whole art, art. My whole art and um, her character arc is truly something that I, I her development is absolutely insane so here's to heal and I hope you enjoy
Oh, right. So that was to heal, like I mentioned earlier. And I just like, once again, like listening through that song, you can see all of the moments of um, just how it reflects Cora's healing journey. Um, and once again, I, I know I mentioned this earlier, but just like, I love how Cora doesn't stray away from showing that she's struggling. The entire first arc of season four is showing just how much she you know was affected by everything that's happened to her and um in this song to heal um we see the music shifts it has the red lotus theme in it it has a little bit of the season two villain theme it has a little bit of the season one villain theme it is reflecting all of those moments of like you know these are moments that shaped her almost but like uh, you know like they just like they affected her so much and but now she's overcoming them from those experiences she's learning from them um and also she's doing it on her own like she had people to help her to get to where she is but at the end of the day like she is the one who had to um take the poison out of her quite literally and figuratively and heal herself and ah, i just love it so much um and for our last song of vibe shift for today which this has been a crazy episode so thank you so so much to everyone who's listening um but we are playing the legend of cora and this is the song that plays at the end of the series and something that the legend of cora did is they have a queer relationship at the end of the show cora and asami spoiler alert um are together at the end of the show and granted it is 2014 so that means that they held hands but for 2014 this was a huge deal um Literally, it paved the way for shows like uh, Steven Universe, The Owl House, She-Ra. All of those shows would not have been able to have the queer representation that they have without Legend of Korra making this move in 2014. And it is something that I hold so close to my heart and I'm so grateful for all of the work that people have put in to make that moment happen. And if you watch the, if you read the comics, we get more of Korra and relationship. But this song is just so beautiful and a really, a really great ending to The Legend of Korra. It's very peaceful. Um, which is something that I think really is needed because after everything that these characters have gone through, they need a little vacation. So Kor and Asami go on a little vacation together to the spirit world. And this is that song. Um, anything else? Hooray. Yeah, that thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. All right, here it is. Thanks Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.